All right, Adelaide Crows lost their first game of the year against Brisbane. They've lost three in a row to Brisbane now. This was Matt Clark after the loss. I don't like losing. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't much fun. But um, but obviously, yeah, so it's, you know, it's one game. Uh, the season rolls on. Uh, we've got another good challenge next week in North. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, we, look, we have to, we'll have to play a bit better than that if we want to go deep into finals, which clearly that's our, our aim. And that's the mm. truth. they got North Melbourne this week, which will not be in, uh, easy. Let's go to the boss of their footy pro... Oh, get my words out, Roach. Program, Phil Harper. Hello, Phil. Hello, Kimbo. How are you? And, yeah. Roach, good to hear from you. Yeah, good to chat to you again. Were you up there on the weekend? I was up there on the weekend. See, I'm wondering why you guys are ringing me. We went seven in a row and I didn't hear from you. Now we've lost one and you're into me. Well, don't you worry. We were going to ring you after not uh, appealing Nasrar <laughs> Allen, but we'll get to that. How um, <laughs> how tough were the conditions? We know it was humid up there. Oh, look, it, look, it was a fairly warm day. and uh, But, yeah, that's that's Brisbane at this time of the year. And, and where Springfield is in Brisbane, it's sort of out in the, you know, out to, to the west of Brisbane. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it was fairly warm out there, but it was the same temperature for both sides, so we're not using that as an excuse. Now, um, you know, in the end, in the end, we had a really bad quarter. Our second mm. quarter was as bad as we've ever had. I mean, we were, there was, a, we lost clearances 11 zip, mm. and, um, and we were minus 14 in contested ball. Now, the rest of the game was pretty good, uh, but, but that one quarter cost us the game, and, and that's what happened when you get to the pointy end and you play the good sides. If you if you have a really bad quarter like that, you'll get nutted. We all know that the Doc's one of the most uh, balanced human beings going around. Uh, he was a tad annoyed, I would say, at the end of the game. Yeah, look, he he, he, he was... Uh, I, I suppose it was one of those games where you feel that, wow, well, for three quarters of the game, we've been the better side, but we've mm. still lost. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, they... You know, over the you know for that quarter and and over the course of the game they deserved to win, but you know it looked like we might have got out of jail there for a while. So I suppose right at the end of the game there he was going to be a bit frustrated because we nearly got out of jail but we didn't. But in the end, credit to Brisbane, uh, you know they were too good and and now we got to look forward to a game this week where we play North Melbourne, who are mm. you know one of the other top sides in the competition. If we win that, we probably should wrap up a top two spot. But if we lose it, we drop down to third or fourth and we'd be away for the first week of finals. So, um, you know, whilst you can uh, worry about what happened last week, we've got to certainly move on straight away to what could happen this week. Phil, your squad's taken some shocking injuries. I'm fed up with the knee injuries that AFLW players are suffering. You've also taken some hits at the tribunal, which we'll bring up later. What are you learning about the depth of the squad? Well, we think our depth is is pretty good. I mean, we uh, the, the great part is the AFL have put together a, a program of they call them scrimmages, where yeah. we sort of join with three or four other teams, and uh, and so the girls who miss out each week um, get to play a game at least. So when when they do get their call up, they're ready to go. And I think overall, the girls who've come in um, to to cover for the ones that are missing, uh, you know, miss out through injury or or form each week have performed pretty well. So, I mean, I, I think our depth, the depth in our squad is is pretty good. Mm. Um, you know, you'd, you'd always like to have more, but you know, in the end, you've got to spread the talent around the clubs, and that's mm. what's happened to us over the last few years. But we're quite quietly confident with the depth that we've got, and if you know, if we got a couple of injuries, that we'd be able to cover them pretty well. 
Annie Hatchard had to go off for concussion mm. protocols in the third term. You lost her for 15 or 20 minutes. How's she and how damaging was that, her being off? Oh, look, it was, you know, she's, one of, she's a, yeah, one of our best players. She's won, I think, three of our last four best and fairest. So, uh, yeah, that, that's a, a fairly handy player. And it was just, you know, she, she was bravely you know, backing into a pack for a mark and she got flattened in that marking contest. Uh, in fairness, the trainer uh, took her off because she was a bit rattled at that, that stage, even though she wanted to stay on. Uh, and the doctor had to do an, a, a concussion assessment. The fortunate thing was that that concussion assessment took her out of the game for 20 minutes. That was mm. the unfortunate part. But the fortunate one was she passed it with flying colours and was able to come on five minutes into the last quarter and play out the game. So, no, she's feeling fine today. Uh, you know, no, no ill effects from that. So she'll be right next week. But, yeah, at that, at that time of the game... Um, it, it didn't. It didn't make us fill us with joy in the coach's box, but in the end, we'd much rather her be checked and be 100% fit, yep. and not playing with concussion and going around and, and potential to cause further damage. Now, Phil, you lost Sarah Allen before the season even started with a hamstring injury. There's two games to go. Uh, she's arguably the best defender in the competition. When will she be ready to play? Well, we're just about to send something out now that, look, we're quietly confident that she'd probably be able to play this week. She did a full training. Ooh. She did all the full training with the squad last week. Uh, and the plan is for her to do all the sessions this week um, and, you know, to put a three-time All-Australian back into your side, even though she'll be a bit underdone um, because she hasn't played all year, will still be a great boost for the team. So hopefully this week, if it's not this week, it'll definitely be next week and, and she'll be fit and firing for the final. So, yeah, that, that'll give everyone a, a boost. Um, you know, we've played a really young back line all year uh, and to have, you know, our vice-captain and, you know, someone who's played the whole eight seasons of AFLW and been a three-time All-Australian come in to help guide those young players down there will be great. So it's been an interesting year in that mm. uh, through, through necessity we've had to play all those young players in the back line and they've grown each week. They've had some good weeks and they've had some bad weeks. Uh, but, you know, I think through... Yeah, that that bit of necessity is probably going to hold us in good stead come finals time. Well, that is huge news, and she'll get two games under her belt, hopefully, before finals. Let's go to the other Alan, Nasrar Alan. Mm. I was staggered three weeks for this in a 10-game season, and I was staggered that it wasn't appealed. So if you can take us through the process, because we talked about it on the show. I looked at the Jordan Dugowie incident on Elijah Hewitt, where the impact was huge, and he jumped in the air. I looked at Franklin in round one. I looked at what Cozzy Pickett did to get two games when he came off the ground to Bailey Smith, and I was just staggered that she got three games for that, which equates to seven in a men's season. Yeah, well, I'd like to say eight, but anyway, okay. um, look, I'm a, I'm a bit of the I'm a bit of the same opinion as you. I, I, I was like, in in fairness, um, she didn't put her hands out to Shepherd. She did step in the road to try and Shepherd her teammate, which is mm -hmm. quite legitimate. She shaped a bump, and as it turned out, um, the girl got hit in the head, and she missed the rest of that game and the one following. So, our assessment was, "Wow, you're unlucky," because you did, she didn't even know that the girl had run into her. Mm. It was only after the game that her her partner told her that that was the case. That she said, "Oh, what? really? I, I didn't even know that happened." So, and I think anyone that watched that collision would say that that yeah, that wasn't a vicious incident or um, you know anything like that. So. So in the end, though, uh, under the rules, if you go to bump and you hit somebody high uh, and then they get 
injured from it, a, a concussion, you're going to you, you're going to get in trouble. And we couldn't we couldn't say that the the charge was careless, which possibly was careless because she just tried to step in front of her and it, it hit the girl high. Um, high contact, we couldn't dispute that because the girl's uh, you know, chin ran into her shoulder um, and then they graded as severe impact because the person got concussion. Who had a history we tried of to concussion, get it down, though? A, a big history of concussion, mm. yeah, but I mean that's in the end, though, you, whether you've got a history or you haven't got a history, you've given someone concussion, they're out on the ground, that's it. So we thought, well, look, anyone, that, any footy person that watches that would say that there's no way that that deserves three weeks of severe. So we, we challenged it on, on that basis and the, and the tribunal disagreed with us. Now, so we, we, we sort of accepted that um, it was careless, it was high contact, and we, we deemed that it was uh, high impact rather than severe. Uh, and the tribunal didn't agree with us. Um, we tried think, to bring in. Roots thinks you should have gone to the appeals board and said that it was manifestly yeah. unjust. <laughs> well, we, we could do that, or that, or that no reasonable tribunal could find that that was the, um, you know, could could find that was the the case that it was severe impact. Um, we decided against it because we went to a tribunal who did find. He did find that it was. Um, at the time, we thought, you know, what we're, what we're arguing about here is for her to be able to play a game against West Coast in round 10, um, you know, rather than playing a practice game with her, her mates here, which which won't be a lot different. You know, don't get me wrong, we'd rather her play in a, a proper game against West Coast, but um, that, was the, that was the decision we made in the end. Um, we, we still think it was unfair. We would have... Uh, we would have copped two and we would have thought, gee, that's even harsh. Yep. At two weeks, we thought it was unfair. At three weeks, we've said that to the AFL. We've said that to the tribunal. Um, in the end, in the end, we've copped it and we've moved on. It's not great for Madge, I mean, because, you know, to me, that's the greatest... Um, it's the greatest suspension of any mm. player in AFLW history mm. for that. Uh, and really, that was nothing. She just stepped in front and tried to protect her teammate. Um, so that's the thing that sits sits in her guts. In that, so so that's the worst act that's ever been committed by an AFLW player in eight years. So, um, so I Phil, don't, that's why I thought you Laura had to Kane, fight for it, Phil. Does Laura Kane enter the debate about penalty and length of season? Because is the tribunal there well, just to issue a penalty it, regardless of the yeah, there's two different sets of rules now. There's the the, the ones for the AFL men's and the ones yeah. for the AFL women's, and the and the penalties are, are similar. I suppose the reason for that, and I, I thought through that as well. Mm. Yeah, like does she really deserve to lose the equivalent of eight games? Yeah, probably not. Um, but I've thought through that, and you can't really have you know well, we'll 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 start at a, a half a game Correct. for the women's and then a game and then yeah. one and a half games and then. Yeah. Two games, she might have got one and a half games in in the in the men's. So it is a very difficult one for them to navigate through as to well, how, how do you do that? But yeah, maybe it's a bit more lenient when it comes to the gradings of those. And mm. you know, there, to me, there is no way that 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 act is a severe impact mm. act on that opposition player. 
And look, don't get me wrong, the first thing we think about is the opposition player. We don't like the fact that the opposition player mm. uh, got a concussion and we don't we don't say that Madge hasn't done something wrong. She stepped yeah. in, as soon as you choose to bump, you caught the person high and the person got concussion. And, and we've never argued that. Madge has never argued that, that mm. even though it was unfortunate, it was, you know, that, that's the rules. But we, we just don't think that three weeks was right for that Phil, actual incident. Phil, you've got a plan for everything and you don't take anything for granted, but what are you planning finals-wise as a venue? Uh, well, we, we have to, we're going with Nord because we have to. I mean, the Adelaide Oval, we'd love to play it, but uh, cricket's got Adelaide Oval for the moment. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be playing our games at, at Nord Oval because that's our home, our home ground and uh, it's probably the best ground to get the biggest crowd, which is probably a max of about 13,000 into, but that we can find. Okay. Yeah, great atmosphere. All right, there's a uh, premiership up for grabs. Uh, you're sitting in second position, Melbourne on top, North Melbourne. Mm. You take them on this weekend, Brisbane in fourth place. It's a cracking season. Uh, you play at Unley Oval this Sunday against North Melbourne. Uh, what time's that one get underway? No, 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 we're playing oh, at Norwood Oval. Oval. That one got changed. Oh, apologies. Because uh, basically Unley, uh, Unley Oval's getting renovated. Oh, yes. apologies. And, and yes, the fact we knew that, that. Yeah, we played there back on the 1st of October and we agreed with uh, the only council being terrific to us, but they said, "Look, could we get this renovation going a month earlier?" And and Norwood were more than willing to take us for this last game. So we're back at Norwood. Uh, we'd love to see as many people 2:35 on Sunday, this Sunday, as we possibly can to get behind our girls. Because if we can win that, we we should finish top two, uh, and that gets us uh, a good look at the finals uh, at home at Norwood Oval. Phil, as always, appreciate your time. Good luck over the next couple of weeks and we'll talk during the finals. Thank you very much, lads. Hopefully you can ring me after a win next time. (laughs) Well, we thought you were going to win. (laughs) Any time, Phil. Well, it's much much easier to talk to you after a win than a loss. Well, Well, you've won seven. You've won seven. Uh, No, we've won seven. No, I won't be greedy. Uh, I'm happy to take one loss as long as we can keep winning from here on in. Yeah, well, let's hope uh, hope it happens against North Melbourne. Good on you, Phil. Uh, Phil Harper there, who's the GM of footy for the women's program. We need to go to a break, Roach. Uh,